0: Hello and welcome. My name is Pastor Shane Britt, and it is such an honor to have you join our podcast today. I pray that you will find something uplifting and encouraging in the Word you are about to hear. Also, please feel free to connect with us via Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. I'm so excited about what you're about to hear. Let's dive right into the Word of God. to do, And if you have your Bible... Psalms chapter 17. Psalms chapter 17. To those of you that are sick and unable to be here today and you're watching online, I love you and I thank you that you're tuning in and we're praying an expedited healing upon you. Hallelujah. I do want to say, uh, immediately following this service in the foyer, I believe there are 25 boxes of chocolate covered strawberries that are already made if you would like to take one of these home for your uh, significant other your husband your wife your children you can leave today with a freshly dipped box of chocolate covered strawberries we also have flats if you would like to pick up a flat of strawberries that would be uh that would be well is that would be okay as well Psalms chapter 17, 6 through 13. I have called upon thee, for thou wilt hear me, O God. Incline thy ear unto me, hear my speech. Show thy marvelous loving kindness, O thou that savest by thy right hand, them which Put their trust in thee for those that rise up against them. Keep me as the apple of of the eye. Hide me under the shadow of thy wings. From the wicked that oppress me. From my deadly enemies who compass me. They are enclosed in their own fat. With their mouth they speak proudly. Proudly. They have now come past us in our steps. They have set their eyes bowing down to the earth. Like a lion or like as a lion that is greedy of his prey. As it were a young lion lurking in secret places. Arise, O oh Lord. Disappoint him. Cast him down. Deliver my soul from the wicked, which is thy sword. I want to preach for just a little bit of time this morning on this subject. My Spoken prayer request. My spoken prayer request. If you would just lift that hand up toward the heavens and ask God to anoint you. If you just ask, ask God to anoint your ears to hear what the Spirit would have to say unto the church, Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I pray your anointing, I pray your power, I pray you would touch every ear every ear that has entered into this room to hear the word of the Lord. Those that will watch or listen to the service in the days to come, I pray that, Lord, you would anoint my voice. You would anoint my lips. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And everybody say amen. You may be seated in the house of the Lord, in the house of the Lord. I will take us back down memory lane and talk about services of old. In the olden days, there would be a portion of the service, much like that we had earlier today when we had a list of names. And uh, it would be asked by the service leader, the one who would uh, be the person leading the service, does anybody have a prayer request? And it was without fail There would be hands that would go up all across the building. There would be hands lifted and raised, and people would begin to share what their needs are. We've expedited the time, and we have put structure in place, and now you can submit your prayer request online, and we begin to pray immediately. So things have slightly changed, but there would be without fail almost every time prayer requests were taken that there would be a sister or there would be a brother that would lift their hand and they would say uh, these emphatic words uh, I have an unspoken request in other words it was personal In other words, it was something they didn't want everybody to know about. It was something that maybe they were embarrassed to say, but they had faith in knowing that God knew what they were talking about. They had an understanding and a faith that it might be unspoken in a congregation or in an audience, but to God. He knew what that request was. I'm not saying that that was wrong. I'm not saying that that was uh, uh, a lack of faith thereof. I'm not saying that. Uh, But I do believe there is something to be said that when an individual can open their mouth and declare to God, God, this is where I'm at. God, this is what I need. God, this is where I'm at in this situation. And without you, I can't take much more. Have you ever been there before? Have you ever walked this road? When I begin to look at the word disappointment, disappointment, uh, uh, because we pray and God don't answer every prayer we pray. We heard it this morning in Sunday school. God doesn't answer. So disappointment has a way of setting in, and disappointment, when you read the definition, it's sadness or displeasure caused by the non-fulfillment of one's hopes or expectations. Has anyone had recently, uh, and you don't even have to raise your hand because the hands would go all over this house, uh, you've had to digest disappointment sometime in your life. There's not one of us who has had everything go the way that you wanted it to go or that you prayed it would go. We've had hopes and things and didn't turn out. Our mind was made up. Our lives uh, were leaning in a particular direction. And you know what? Uh, Something didn't work out. Something went wrong. An unforeseen event unfolded. Uh, God just said, not now or, or a little later or no. Disappointment was inevitable. Maybe. Today you sit under the sound of my voice and you're battling with disappointment. You have made your spoken requests known and disappointment plagues your spirit today. But hear your pastor this morning. If disappointment isn't handled correctly, it can mature into discouragement and discouragement will morph into depression and depression without being treated will end in death, and I'm not talking about a physical death, I'm talking about a spiritual death that the enemy will try to lock up your mouth and and cause you to lose faith in your prayers and your prayer life and what you've asked God for, and we misconceive what God is even doing, but I need you to know this morning that I'm not here to talk about you, me, Us being disappointed, I've come wanting to highlight a scripture that David prayed a prayer. We call it the song of Psalms. Call it a song. Call it a prayer. Call it what you will. But David would pen these words. Arise, O Lord. Disappoint him. Cast him down. Deliver my soul from the wicked, which is thy sword. I'm not here to talk about our disappointment, but I do wanna preach to this great church today from a heart of a pastor and I feel the heart of his people. God, I have a spoken prayer request today. Arise and disappoint him. I feel like telling somebody in the Holy Ghost that the devil is about to get disappointed turn to your neighbor and say the devil's about to get disappointed the devil is about to have a bad day because if the truth be known the devil has a hope for each of us he has an expectation for us he wants to destroy you the Bible says in John chapter 10 verse 10 the thief cometh not but for two Kill, steal, kill, and destroy. But let me remind this great church of the definition of disappointment is sadness or displeasure caused by the non-fulfillment of one's hopes or expectations, regardless of what his hope is for you, regardless of what his expectation is for you, regardless of what his desire is for you. It's going to be a non-fulfillment exercise. No wonder the writer said in Isaiah fifty-four seventeen, no weapon that is formed against Against thee shall prosper in every tongue that rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn this is the heritage of the servants of the lord and their righteousness is of me saith the lord this is my heritage this is an inheritance. This is the portion and this is the share of every believer under the sound of my voice. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of living in the shadow of my disappointments when I have a promise from God that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. It's my heritage to overcome every enemy that would come against me. Can I get away? witness so I declare it's time to disappoint the devil it's time to rise in our spirit and say you know what you've gone as far as you can go it's time for me to rise in faith and say today is the day You're disappointed. You're disappointed. Not me, devil. I'm lifting up my head, oh, ye gates. And I'm being lifted up, ye everlasting doors. And the king of glory shall come in. Acts chapter 12 said, Now about the time Herod the king stretched forth his hands to vex certain of the church. And he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. And because he saw it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to take Peter also. And these were the days of unleavened bread. Listen, we better be careful when all we try to do is please the crowds, because he saw it pleased the Jews. He proceeded further. And that's exactly the climate that we live in today. There is a mob mentality. And the more the devil satisfies them, the more they are pleased, the more he will try to proceed further. But I've come to tell somebody in this house, the devil has proceeded far enough. For Acts chapter 12, verse 4, and when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four corners, Teams of soldiers to keep him, intending after Easter to bring him forth to the people. Notice the progression. Attack the church, kill James, please the crowd, proceed further, apprehend Peter, put him in prison, surrounding by soldiers, literally some 16 to 1 outnumbered, behind bars, chained up. Can I tell you the devil had an expectation? The devil thought he knew what he was doing. But listen to what Peter, therefore, was kept in prison. But prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God. For him, Thank you, Sister Jones, for reminding us. I don't care how bad your situation is. Prayer is always the appropriate response. I thank God for a church that's willing to pray. I thank God for a church that will come through the sanctuary, not just on Thursday night, not just on Monday, not just in pre-service prayer, but a walk through a sanctuary in the middle of the week and start declaring, the goodness of God the miracles of God I've come to boldly declare I don't care what the prison is I don't care what the problem is it's a matter it's a matter not the prognosis but it's a matter will you pray and the answer come and the prison is no match for your prayers I don't know what you're going through today, but when prayer is made, the devil's going to get disappointed. I don't care what, I've got a spoken request, God. Get ready, the devil's about to get disappointed. For it was in Acts chapter 12, 6 through 7, and when Herod would have brought him forth, the same night, Peter was sleeping between two soldiers, bound with two chains, and the keepers before the door kept the prison. And behold, the angel of the Lord came upon him, and a light shined in the prison, and smote Peter on the side, and raised him up, saying, Arise! Arise up quickly! And his chains fell off from his hands. What I want you to hear this morning, God, God didn't need to deliver Peter early. He just needed to deliver him right on time. And when Herod would have brought him out the same night, You better get a revelation of this. When God delivers you, you don't realize how close to death you really were. You need to remember where God found. You don't know the the, the sin that you were in, how close it was to a cemetery. You don't know how close you were to God working it out when he did and the forces of hell where they were when he began to work those things for your good. That's why we ought to praise him because if he hadn't touched us uh, when he touched us, I believe the enemy would have won. When you look back at verse 6, the keepers before the door kept the prison. They kept the prison but they couldn't keep the pri- I said they kept the prison but couldn't keep the prisoner. They kept the prison but could not keep the preacher. They kept the prison, but not the person. The thing that you believe is keeping you. The addiction that you feel that you're chained to. The issue that has you imprisoned to. Those bars that you feel that you're locked behind. When God gets ready to deliver you, nothing. Somebody say nothing. Nothing or no one can keep you. Some of you need to let the devil know on this Sunday morning you can keep the prison, but it's time for me to get out. You can keep the chains, but it's time for me to experience freedom. I feel a jailbreak coming for some of you in this room today. I'm not talking about necessarily in the physical, but the enemy's tried to wrap your thinking up and begin to plant seeds of, of discord and totally disrupt your mind from believing to see the goodness of the Lord. But I've come for you to understand the devil has attacked the church. He's attacked your ministry. He's attacked your home. He is destroying people. There may be the scent of water or blood in the water because he's thirsty. But God's about to send some angels. God's about to give some deliverance to some people today. God's about to show us his glory. I feel this in a, Somebody's going to walk out of here in a few moments and you're going to walk out and understand the devil just got disappointed. He thought you were going to die in that prison. But The church prayed and God moved. Some of you can testify you were chained up. You were in prison. You were outnumbered. But God showed up and delivered you. And when that happens, it ought to be natural to go to church, go to the place where the prayer meeting is happening. Thank you, Sister Jones, for for coming back to the place where the prayer meetings happened. Let me show you how disappointed the devil was according to Acts chapter 12. Now as soon as it was day, there was no small stir among the soldiers. What was become of Peter? And when Herod had sought for him and found him not, he examined the keepers and commanded them that they be put to death. He went down from Judea to Caesarea and their abode. And Herod was highly displeased with them of Tyre and Sidon. A disappointed devil. Let me show you another situation that includes the principle of prayer. And as I begin to pray over this this morning in Luke chapter 22, and the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat But I have prayed for you that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. According to Adam Clark's commentary, it says when a man or a name is repeated, it appears to always intend an expression of love manifested by a voice of warning. Simon, Simon, I love you but I'm also warning you. Now, you would have to understand in these verses right above, they're jockeying for positions and who they believe and what they believe to be the kingdom of God. And it was as if Jesus was saying, while you're contending for supremacy, Satan is scheming and endeavoring to destroy all of you. But I prayed for you, Peter, as being the most in Danger. The devil had already gotten Judas. Now he's after every one of them. But Peter, I prayed for you. I want to reread verse 31. Simon, Simon. But I want you to put your name in there. Shane, Shane. Behold, Satan has desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat. You may say, Pastor, it'll never happen to me. Hang on. It could be easily every one of us in this room, but can you imagine the devil's disappointment when on the day of Pentecost, Peter stood amongst those brethren. He grabbed the proverbial microphone and he would begin to preach, and when they were all amazed and were in doubt, saying one to another, what meaneth this? And others mocking, saying these men are full of new wine. But Peter, the man who had had a prayer prayed over him, stood up with the 11 and lifted up his voice. He silenced the critics. He silenced the negativity in his mind of the failure of just a few days ago. Can you imagine how disappointed the devil was when, when Peter stood up on Pentecost? You tried to sift me as wheat, devil, but here I am. Here I am. I'm I'm flat-footed. I've got the mic in my hand. I'm getting ready to preach the New Testament salvation experience into existence. Can we look over our lives this morning and see where the enemy tried to sift you, where he tried to destroy you, tried to take away your hope, tried to load you up with guilt and condemnation? And yet, you walked into this house with worship in your heart, with your hands lifted. You walked in with the spirit of servanthood. You listened to teaching this morning. You walked in believing God for miracles for other people when your body and when your situation has not yet been rectified according to your prayers. I don't know about you, but I'm thankful that I serve a delivering God. I know, I know that God still can disappoint the devil. But the devil wants to keep disappointing you. So I'm going to keep on preaching. I'm going to keep on believing. And I'm going to keep on worshiping. Because what the enemy, I said it last week and I'm going to say it again. What the enemy meant for evil, God meant it for good. Where you are, what happened to Peter, what happened to Peter on that day could be happening right now. Matter of fact, listen to what the Bible said in 1 Corinthians 2 and 8, which none of the princes of this world knew. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory I'm talking this morning about a spoken prayer request that's about to disappoint the devil the devil didn't expect you to walk in on a Sunday morning he's gonna wish I wished I'd have left them alone I wished I would have not messed with that marriage I wished I would have never messed with those kids I wished I would have never done what I've tried I speak and prophesy the devil's about to get disappointed disappointed I feel a disappointed devil about to get on the run today because if he had known, he'd have left you alone. He'd have left your ministry alone. He'd have left your calling alone. Your eyes are about to get open. And when the servant of the man of God in Second Kings 6, when the servant of the man of God was risen early and gone forth, behold, and hosts come past the city, both with horses and chariots, and his servant said unto him, Alas, my master, How shall we do? And he answered, Fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. Can you imagine how excited the enemy was? The people of God were blinded by fear. The people of God felt unnumbered. The people of God were wondering how we're going to be able to do what God's called us to do. The devil on that day had high hopes for what was about to take place. But listen to the next verse. And Elisha prayed. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man. And he saw and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. And when they came down to him, Elisha prayed unto the Lord and said, listen to what Elisha told the Lord or prayed unto the Lord. Smite this people, I pray thee, with blindness. And he smote them with blindness according to to the word of Elisha. Notice that the curse is reversed. The one who couldn't see, could now see. And the one who could see, now came. It started out that the people of God couldn't see, but when they prayed, the people of God saw the mount full of horses and chariots. But when it ended, when God got the final say, with the spoken prayer request, it ended up the enemy couldn't see. Can you imagine how disappointed the devil was in this scenario? Can you imagine how disappointing the devil was in this encounter? My God, I had it all planned out. I had it all worked out. I had my plan. I had the snare set. I had it set. They were going to fall in. They had walked this way before. They had done this day after day. But now they went to a Sunday service and they heard a message preached about a spoken prayer request and how God was going to disappoint the devil I still believe today the devil is trying to blind eyes and he's trying to convince us that there's more of them than there are of what God has prepared. But how many knows that the devil is a liar? As a matter of fact, nowhere in the Bible does it say a certain amount of angels fell with Lucifer. The reason we have no idea is because of this verse in Revelation 12, 3-4 and there appeared another wonder in heaven and behold a great red, red dragon having seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns upon his head and his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven and did cast them to earth. So if this is what this is referring to, if it's just a third, we've heard it said, a third of the angels. That still leaves two thirds. So let me help some of you today. The angels Still outnumber the devils. You don't know what I'm facing. No, 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 hear me today. God is still greater than a fallen angel and a third of what was in the presence of God. I've come to encourage you today. There's more working for you than working against you. I've just got to convince you that God still wants to disappoint the devil. I don't care how outnumbered you feel. You may not see them right now, but pray again. again. You may not feel it. You don't walk by feelings. You walk by faith. Pray again. Well, I prayed and it didn't happen. We'll pray again. If we'll pray, God will open our eyes. And if we'll get a revelation that God is for us and not against us. We have never been outnumbered. You have never been outnumbered. And let me just go on and declare it. You'll never be outnumbered. As long as you're on the Lord's side. Well, I want the Lord to be on my side. No, 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 no. We got to get on the Lord's side. And as long as I'm on his side, everything's going to be all right. I've got to choose this day who I'm going to serve and get on that side and say, come hell or high what? The devil will be disappointed. He will do it right on a time. When you open your eyes, I feel this in the Holy. When you open your eyes, the enemy's eyes are blinded. That's why David said, Arise, O Lord. This is a prayer request, this is a petition. Much like Elisha said, Arise, O Lord. Disappoint him, cast him down, deliver my soul. Prayer is always in order because when you read the text, as musicians come, I have called unto thee, for thou wilt hear me. O God, incline thine ear unto me and hear my speech. Show thy marvelous loving kindness, O thou that savest by the right hand them which put their trust in thee from those that rise up again. Are y'all hearing this spoken prayer request? Keep me as the apple of the eye. Hide me under the shadow of thy wings. From the wicked that oppress me. From my deadly enemies who compass me about. They are enclosed in their own fat. With their mouth they speak proudly. Sounds like a good conversation he's having with the Lord. They have now come past us in our steps. We're surrounded. They have set their eyes bowing down to the earth like as a lion that is greedy of his prey as it were a young lion lurking in secret places. Arise, O Lord. Disappoint him. Cast him down. Here's where I'll close. When I give God permission to arise, that means I'm stepping back. I'm not taking matters necessarily into my own hands, and I'm not seeking vengeance, and I'm not seeking vindication. I'm letting God begin to fight my battles. O oh, Lord, or arise, O oh, Lord, disappoint him. I'll mention this in my ending, as I did in the beginning. Disappointment oftentimes leads to discouragement. Discur- discouragement leads to depression, and depression leads to death. But I want that disappointed devil to get discouraged. I want that discouraged devil to get depressed. And I want that depressed devil. Get out of my life and die and lose his voice of influence upon me. I've listened to that lie for the last time. I have I have bought into the lie that I'll die in my dilemma. I'll never be delivered. I'll never come out. I'll never be changed. I'll always have this. I'll always have this hanging over me. No, 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 no. I've come to remind you that no weapon is formed against you against you, against you, that shall prosper. It did not say the, the, the weapon would not be formed, but it did say that it shall not prosper. Every tongue that rise against thee in judgment, thou shalt condemn. For this is the heritage. You want to know what your heritage is? It's this right here, that no weapon formed. You don't want to know that God's on your side. Are you a child of the King? Do you got royal blood flowing through you? Have you received the baptism of the Holy Ghost? If that is your testimony today, you can rise to your feet right now and you can begin to let the devil know devil you're about to get disappointed devil you're about to have a bad day devil you will not destroy what I have worked so hard you will not take away and divide and conquer but God you're gonna work on my behalf this is my spoken prayer request arise and disappoint him arise and disappoint him, arise and disappoint him. Somebody needs to step out of your seat right now. Somebody needs to just say, you know what? Today, I'm making a step of faith out of the, out of my seat. Uh, I, I, it's been a rough week. It's been a rough week at the house. It's been a rough week on the job. It's been a rough week in my circumstances, but I'm stepping out of my seat today, and I'm about to make my spoken prayer request known, and I'm going to say, arise, oh, Lord, and disappoint him. I will live, and I will not die. I will be the head and not the tell I will uh, I will I will become all that God has purposed and called for me to become. Oh God, this is my spoken prayer request, oh God. this is it, this is it. Oh could you lift your voice right now? Could you lift your voice? Could you lift your voice right now all over this house? Oh God. You don't know who's standing beside you. You don't know what they're facing. You don't know what they're battling. You don't know what the circumstances of life may be. But today God's about to arise and disappoint. Uh, There is a disappointed devil. There's about to be that disappointed devil. Oh. Pastor, I've tried to do it on my own. I've tried to work that. No, no, no tried to work through it on my own no let me just tell you if you're thinking that you're doing it on your own that's where you're failing miserably you can't do it on your own you can't commit on your own you can't walk delivered on your own but every day you get up every day you rise you understand if I'm going to disappoint the devil and if I'm going to have a spoken prayer request heard by God, I'm going to have to acknowledge, God, I've got to have you. i got to have you working in my life. It's not by might nor by power, but it's by your spirit. To, I can't get good enough to get God. I can't get good enough to walk in deliverance. because oh, You may have two or three good days. There may be glimpses of victory, but until it becomes a lifestyle of walking and living and breathing and acknowledging He is my source of strength. He is my source of hope. He is my everything. And when I realize as Brother Tanner said, everything I have is in that basket and it belongs to God. I can't live, I can't breathe, I can't have my being, but it's in Him we live. And it's in him we breathe. And it's in him we have our being. Would you do what we did in Sunday school? Would you, in a, in a way, you don't have to have a physical basket, but just act like you're holding something. And would you just present it unto the Lord? God, I want to be and become all you have designed for me. I give it to you today. If I'm, gonna dis- if I'm gonna see the devil disappointed, I've gotta yield my will unto your will. If I'm gonna see my prayer request answered, I'm gonna have to say, Lord, not my will, but thy will be done. Not my flesh, oh no, 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 no. Not my desires, but God, I want your will for my life. I want your will for my family. When I begin to pray prayers like that, God arises and disappoints the devil. God arises and executes vengeance upon the heathen he begins to demonstrate your inheritance he begins to remind you that you are a heritage of the Lord if that's what you're thankful for in your own way as they begin to sing would you just lift your voices in worship right now oh God